0: Yo, yo, yo,
1: yo, what do you do? What do you do? Well, Wait, for
0: dummy? in much.
1: Waiting for CEO.
0: All right, waiting for dummy.
1: At the CEO,
0: who's the CEO? Dummy. <laughs> We're just waiting for dummy. Oh, look who joined us. Hello. Hey. Dummy. Hi. hi! Goodbye! Oh gosh! <laughs> um, hi guys! Hi. Sorry, man. I know we should have started earlier, but man, Jim! I know, I know, he kept <laughs> his weight in, man. But Jim was good actually. I did a hundred squats again. Wow! <laughs> I bet it's it's, okay, to it's today, okay, it's though. okay, it's okay. but I did better. Like I feel better this time than I did last week. Like, yeah, Last definitely. week I I was dead my legs were dead i think it didn't help that i walked around london for like the the next day that's true so saturday i was literally damn you saw me anyway i was literally crying not crying but my legs were pain in pain but yeah oh my gosh guys how our first episode well i say episode our first podcast like how well it did, like the radio. I know. The well feedback. done to us. Yeah. It yeah. Was pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah. Toby.
1: Yeah.
0: Why are you far away? I know. Sorry. Eh? I'm just looking for th- why are I'm you always the one looking for something? You're the one that your phone rang. You're the one that the TV went off.
1: Why are you talking? You cannot
0: stand still. Stay still somewhere.
1: I never stand still. Oh,
0: sorry. Sorry. But uh, yeah, really proud yeah. of us. And of so well done. Hope you guys had a good day.
1: Yeah. We I'm did.
0: tired, but. We, you, are always tired. So shut pretty. up.
1: Uh-uh. You guys you dummy.
0: Dummy is always tired. That and was you know, last year. Years, that was last year. Mm,
1: mm. Okay. This year's
0: different. But I'm actually tired today. I've been busy today at work. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so today we're talking about uni, isn't it? We're talking about uni, and I think what it's something that me and that I sent to you, Dammy, that actually inspired this one about oh. what people were expecting. Oh, the be, salary, excitation. the salary expectations, mm. and. Yeah. We were seeing some very, very interesting numbers of what people were expecting to be earning. I'm thinking, imagine how was u- that. it after was it after uni or when they reached the age of twenty when the, on yeah when they reached the age of twenty five, and I'm like, oh yeah. god, I, I wish I I was that hopeful about my. To be honest, I did not think I was thinking about my salary expectation. expectations at when I was in uni or even when I finished because I, I wasn't I was more yeah I was more worried about I still didn't know what I wanted to do so but yeah like oh yeah guys okay before we even get into the salary one how was your let's throw it back a bit like throw back Thursday yes we're recording this on Thursday Um, how was your university experience oh uh. To be fair, I really enjoyed uni. Um, Honestly, uni was really fun. Apart from the whole going to lecture, apart from the actual uni for going to uni. <laughs> <laughs> uni was fun. Like, all the other part of it was really, really nice. Um, I enjoyed uni. I lived my best life. I can't even lie. I really, really had a good time. Um, Yeah, so I do miss uni sometimes, to be honest, because... You know you were at that stage where you were not really you know you were not responsible for anything really Mm -hmm. you were just being a baby girl you're just leaving life enjoying yourself and whatnot so yeah i I definitely enjoyed uni i miss it i don't miss the work part of it but i do miss the whole experience you know the um what's it called the sort of entertainment side of it Mm. i think yeah so yeah, I yeah, I miss uni. I think the experience is really good for everyone to have it, to be fair. Toby, do you miss uni?
1: Hell no, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. I'm joking. No, it's just like what's it called? Fifty fifty. Um I miss Part of the uni. I think the one thing I miss about uni is the student finance. I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah, oh,
0: oh yeah, that was good oh, money. Yes. Man. <laughs> that was uh,
1: student finance was good. Student finance and being able to, you know, I feel like the best part of me being at uni was to find myself
0: mm-hmm. and was
1: able to, you know, identify what universities were missing out on and what they were doing wrong mm-hmm. at the same time, and obviously I advise, you know, my fellow brothers and sisters that are actually going to university. At the same time as well, so I'll say that the other part I didn't like about university is like, and the other part I will not miss is like the the missed lectures, yeah, powerpoints that did not <laughs> even make sense. Oh yeah, the assignment that was not even aligned with the course you're doing.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell me about it.
1: So that's the funny thing I did not miss about Union and that, but luckily 50 50 i I'm actually grateful. actually you know experience you know Mm -hmm. what university were not doing right yeah at the same time Mm -hmm. and most of it i really enjoy you know the student finance and you know interacting with people and meeting new people as well so
0: yeah i think yeah i think the whole interaction bit i missed a lot like it allowed you to socialize a lot more Mm -hmm. like nowadays you just go to work and come home and maybe, just maybe you have an event to go to at the weekend, but so you university- even sometimes you're looking forward to your weekend, yeah, because you're in. tired, yeah, you're literally like you don't even want to go anywhere on the weekend, you mm-hmm. just want to sleep. Adulting is not, adulting, I don't know, I you mean, I was a scam for this, or adulting is a scam, yeah, like I all of it, <laughs> which one is it, and you're just tired from dealing with work stress and then mm. you just have your weekend to rest and then something will come up either someone is getting married or someone is throwing a birthday party or someone wants to go on holiday and You have to plan all of that stuff again and you're like i just want to i just want to crawl up in bed and watch netflix like,
1: or at us. Uh, we can do Netflix and true that's what I miss about uni. Netflix and true with somebody's daughter.
0: <laughs> we need to hear it from you. Oh, yeah, we oh, yeah, are talk. Oh, yeah, talk. Eh? what would you do? Netflix, somebody's you, daughter talking on me.
1: <laughs> you know what? Yeah, you we're
0: chilling, Abby, rubbing somebody's oh. belly, weren't you? Someone yeah. was rubbing his belly. Oh, yeah, okay. someone was
1: rubbing my belly. Someone was feeding me jollof rice. Wow. You were
0: enjoying life.
1: <laughs> Fine boy, Mr. Stewart. I'm joking, I beg.
0: <laughs> you were nah. really, really enjoying life. Mm-hmm. I
1: think, to be honest, yeah, uni was actually the wildest experience as well. To be honest, I didn't really get to go to par- parties, I'm not going to lie. But I did enjoy, like, interacting with people and bantering with people at the same time as well. Mm. After university, I feel like we didn't really have to go to clubs to do that. Mm, we could no, do that in some We could actually yeah. interact with each other in each other's dorm room. Yeah. And just banter and listen to music and not get drunk. I didn't get drunk, but thank God. Mm-hmm. My mom would have slapped the blackout of me that day. So, But yeah, it's just like them was... I feel like that's what I miss about uni, really. Just being being able to have that fun. So
0: yeah i feel like almost everyone is going to agree with the fact that uni was fun like you yeah. know apart from having to actually do... go to lectures yeah <laughs> actually what you went to uni for yeah it was actually really fun um because you were not really you know, you were not bothering yourself about anything you were just leaving your life you don't even have to go to lectures you can decide not to go you can wake up Blackboard at 10 Yeah. so no, you can always catch up exactly so yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's actually true. Um, so, if, okay, let's go back a bit before even the uni experience. How did you come about choosing your course for uni? Should I go first? Or... Yeah,
1: I go. Yeah, fire away.
0: <laughs> so, for me, um, I didn't, I've always wanted to study business admin. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know why. I think it's just because I just felt like it was easy, and I don't like school. So, <laughs> <Who does>? so, <laughs> so I think um, I'm actually, just some like, people do. do like. <laughs> I just felt like it was easy, so I just thought I would do that. And then when I spoke to my parents about it, my, my dad, like I still remember this conversation very well. They both said oh you can't just do business admin you need to do something that's got a bit of IT in it yeah. like, because the world is really changing and you know the world is going to be a global space and it's going to be IT blah 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 and they were just stressing me I was thinking oh, God. <laughs> and you know you, you just have to listen as a Nigerian you know child yes. you listen to your parents so I started looking at courses that had a bit of IT in it and then I found business and IT um so I just settled for that I thought okay this is you know business what I want to do and then it's got IT what my parents want so might as well just do that just take both together and that was how I ended up doing my course um and to be fair I'm so grateful to God that I listened to them because I do not regret doing that it's really what what I did at uni is really sort of helped me shape my my career and everything so yeah okay see some people would dispute that because their parents might say oh you want you to study law you must be a doctor yeah you must do engineering obviously and that yeah. is not what yeah you want to do yeah because that's not but, but i think because it's good to have parents that would listen to you to know what yeah you as well like my parents wanted me to do what i wanted they just wanted me to have that it sort of knowledge and background within it so that i'm not sort of um, yeah. so we're thinking once I finish uni I need to be a bit marketable yeah. I didn't think just doing a purely business course was going to make me as marketable as you know they would love me to so yeah that was and, one and what do you do now I'm a business analyst now my, so... my course actually really really helps because yeah. I started, started off um, being a project manager after uni and then somehow somehow I found myself doing business analysis now and Everything that I've done since leaving uni has sort of linked with my um with my course at uni. So it's really helped me develop myself and actually find a path for myself. Okay. Obviously, no, that's not gonna be the same for everyone, everybody. Everybody, yeah. Yeah, this is just a personal
1: yeah.
0: um Yeah.
1: Toby. Um for me it was the fight between me, and my mom, my sisters. We fought. <laughs> we fought. With this regarding regarding my university course. Now because for me, yeah, I'm I've always have a passion for film
0: okay. at the same
1: time, film and TV. Yeah. And obviously, like like drama and everything, but you know, African parents are drama does not pay the bill. And I'm looking <laughs> at them like fab d- destiny destroyer. But oh, you know, God, <laughs> <totally>. <laughs> girl. but my mom destroyed my destiny, and I'm not gonna lie, but uh-uh. I forgive her. <laughs> Wow. Okay. But not that kind. No, I beg. Let me rephrase myself. I she, know if yeah. To this, yeah. yeah.
0: If mm. your mom hears you,
1: <laughs> mm. she will probably shake away for my for my life, but it's Okay. Um. Now, also, like to be honest, yeah, my mom actually, you know, forced me to do what I didn't want to do as well. So I did business in college, but when during business time, when they were doing UCAS, uh, um, my wanted to, uh, my mom wanted me to do law. I said her. no. Then my cousin was like, "Oh, why don't you do CSI? Since you watch CSI Miami." I said that doesn't. <laughs> what? what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: She wanted me to do. Yeah, um, he wanted me to do for science. I said, "Lie, Who mm-hmm. wants to do science with you? Me that failed in science in GCSE. You want me to do science for university? So I was really confused of what I was doing as well. Then obviously I chose media studies. But I did not like it my first time at uni because I feel like most of the course, they were not even teaching us practically what to do hmm. and preparing That's us thing,
0: yeah. mm-hmm. at the same
1: time. So I dropped out. Um, I dropped out, you know, I dropped out of uni and went to go and look for work experience at the same time. Uh-huh. But my mom was not happy. She was like, Why don't you go back to uni? I lost uni. Like, he literally comes a year. A year and a half, like I, I mean she was really having a go at me for not going back to uni so I went back to uni yeah at the same time, so I did digital TV production, but I don't know how I got led to doing something digital, but I think because like obviously we have something like Netflix now
0: mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we have something
1: like YouTube where everything is going on TV yeah. so at the same time but one thing I regret not doing was doing a combined subject because okay. for me I had the business mindset but yeah in business because I didn't like exams. Mm-hmm. So, what's it called? When I was in uni and everything, when I was in my second year, so my friend convinced me because I was so passionate about, you know, changing the media um sector in this place. also. So my friend was like, this vision you have here, why don't you do project management, management, mm-hmm. business analyst at the same time? Like, it would be a good benefit for you. Mm-hmm. So luckily, I was able to invest my student finance
0: oh, in oh, business.
1: Okay business analyst training, which I'm actually grateful for. Some people for. actually
0: invested student finance, okay. Exactly.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's just, I was grateful because normally that, that training actually opened a lot of doors for me, even though I didn't get the job I was doing before. Mm. Also, even before when I was in second year, I was working as an account manager at the same time. Then I was working as a business affair coordinator. So those kind of things gave me the experience to land me the job I'm actually working in today. Mm at the same time. So that's what I felt like I was able to use my initiative to actually go out there and look for more experts and actually find myself, actually, and find my purpose. Mm. So.
0: Mm. See, mine. to even say my story, I didn't really know what I wanted to do in uni when it came to, like, um the um, UCAS and doing all that form. I literally... Yeah literally opened up my laptop or my computer at that point and I just thought Lamide what are you interested in and I was like I actually don't know so I read up on things I thought I was interested in so I think I looked at science I looked at I looked at everything and the things the two subjects that kind of spoke to me or stood out to me was marketing and business Mm. so I was just like okay um I would do this. So I think I applied obviously you get five choices. So I applied to I think I applied marketing to four and then a joint one to Derby, which is actually okay. the uni I ended up in. So I um I did business management and market I think it was business management and marketing. And yeah. And I first year, first year started and I enjoyed marketing. I hated business and I was just like I can't do this for another two years I'm actually I'll actually just I'll hate it too much I can't go on so luckily I spoke to someone and um they are like yeah I could actually drop out drop out of um, business uh, management and pick up another course so that's what I did so I I spoke to my mom and I was like look I'm not even gonna lie to you this is the situation. And I think I failed my one of my exams in um, my first year. That's mm-hmm. how much I hated it. I think it was mm-hmm. in my accounting class. I felt a relief that I could actually change. So I changed to international relations, which is completely unrelated to marketing whatsoever (laughs) but it was some it was something that i was interested in at that point i got to go to the un to geneva and all of that so it was more of an interest rather than something i wanted to pursue later on Mm -hmm. and i thank god that my mom allowed me to do that even when i was picking my course my mom because obviously i come from a um i'll say most of my family my, my mom's side of the family are in medicine and all of that and me and my cousin actually had a conversation with ourselves we're like we're not continuing in this medicine road we're leaving <laughs> them behind we're doing something completely she chose law so she's still stuck with the traditional way of things but I decided to go on the, off the rails and I stuck with marketing I don't think there's anyone in my family that does marketing so my mom was very supportive in whatever I did and I'm glad she was. And um, oh, shout out to mommy. Shout out to mommy. I'm not sure if she actually listens to me. Hey, podcast. auntie. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, so um, I did, I enjoyed my international relations because that's even what I did my dissertation on and all of that stuff. Um, like in terms of even after I finished uni, getting a job, I, I was working during uni actually. Um, so I was working, I started working my second year. Um, I just, it gave me that little freedom that I needed. And my mom is a single mom, so any little helps, like I didn't want to burden her. And I wanted to take care of my needs and all of that without having to call her all the time. And student finance could only take me so far. Mm-hmm. So I started working my second year. And then when I finished uni, I um, quit my job to move back home. And I, I think I got a job like five months later working in a bank. And then about nine months later or less, I got another job in a marketing for within marketing, but I didn't like the industry. So I decided not to go for it. Mm. And um and two years later, then I went to do my <laughs> masters. And while I was doing my masters, I felt I got a marketing job. So it took me a while to actually start my career and in uh-huh. a way but um I still enjoy what I do now and um I'm not sure if <laughs> I'm trying to think now with everything that I because mar- the thing about the thing about marketing what I learned in marketing those years ago are so probably irrelevant now because with all this digital stuff everything is constantly changing the rules are constantly changing and adapting so I would say I had to keep relearning with my, co- uh, with, my, with my career. Like I had to keep relearning even on the job as well. So mm-hmm. with marketing, I don't really think you even need a degree to get started. You need experience. Mm-hmm. If you're lucky enough, you need. Ex- if you're lucky enough, you might be connected to somebody. So to help you get that work experience, or you be an intern for them, or something like that. But I think experience counts a lot more in marketing mm. than your degree does. It helps you for you to have certificates but you can go online and get those now. You don't. I don't feel like you necessarily need university a degree. or a degree because yeah. I don't think in any of my interviews they were like, "Oh, so how was your degree? What did you learn? Um, can you tell but- us?" anything well obviously i've already been to interviews for my sort of yeah. career path as i'm well. just for marketing yeah. right right okay because i was gonna what i was gonna say is that they do they really ask those sort of questions and in interview anyway just generally now um speaking i don't really think they ask you about what you did at uni and that i think for some co- like it depends what job job you're going for and what sector you're in I feel like mm-hmm. for, like, I feel like IT, you need a degree. For finance and accounting, you need a degree. Or engineering um, mm. and obviously doctor and all of those things, you need a degree. I, I think for of sciences... obviously obviously. Yeah, <laughs> like, science subjects, you need a degree. But if you're going more on the creative side, you might not necessarily need a degree. Um, like, if you're going into, like, graphic designing it's stuff that you can learn on your own and build your own portfolio and things like that. But there's two ways. Like if you feel like you need to go to uni, go to uni. If you feel like you don't need to go to uni and you can find your path, another way do Mm -hmm. that. And I feel like we're in this age as well that there's so many ways. So like the internet is full of so much information youtube is great youtube is amazing youtube can teach you anything there's so much online courses there's so much even even though i've finished uni i can still go online and learn about what i did Uh and it will still be new to me because there's always something constantly changing and like technology is changing the way we see life and everything is like everything is just moving fast 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 and information can be a bit overwhelming at, at times but Oh, it, I think it's just down to you What you want to do And where you see yourself going Whether mm. to go to university or not I mean there's two sides to it Um, Obviously we're talking about The serious side now About you know going to uni to start your career and all of that stuff and also there's the fun part of uni mm. i feel like even though we're saying all of these things and i get that but i just feel like sometimes as well it is really good to have that experience you know, fun experience as well you know leaving home or something or just you know going away you don't even have to leave home but you know that experience with other young people like yourself meeting new people meet, meeting diverse people as well yeah it really that happens. would have shaped yeah. you yeah, it helps your interpersonal skills as well, rather than just you know going into work and that. It, it actually does; it builds you up and gets you ready to for the real world in a way. But also on the flip side of that, obviously you're not gonna get into debt just because you wanna have fun. Mm. <laughs> so, but on the flip side of that, it what going to uni really depends on what you wanna do um in life. But then I feel like for most of us. At the time we are going to uni, we're not even sure what do. So we exactly. we just going to uni. So we all just sort of started figuring it out after uni. Okay, I think I'm interested in this. I think I found that you know module really interesting. Maybe I should, you know, do something a bit more about it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but if you if you're very fortunate to know what you want to do, I think you should just sort of do your research. So for example if you want to go into business business analysis like myself, you don't really need uni for it. I'll be very honest with you. But I did say it helps me to sort of understand, you know, why I wanted to do it because doing, taking some modules at uni and whatnot sort of gave me that exposure to say, okay, I think I like it. But if you already know that you like it, you don't really have to go to uni to be able to get into it. Do a few trainings and just, you know, upskill yourself watch youtube videos pay for like certifications and all of that stuff and you're good to go so mm-hmm. if you're really it's obviously it's very important to go to uni if you want to do something very very technical like engineering you know something that things are very really really practical that you have to you know do practical stuff to get through to them engineering medicine obviously and some other sort of tech and law obviously you yeah, so no, yeah. have to go to uni for that but if it's all of this business type courses uh marketing like has said and all of these things you don't even for it i don't know i don't really think you need to go to uni for it you know no you, so, not
1: really because yeah there's
0: so many courses you can take online
1: yeah, because for IT, you don't really have to go to uni for it. Because I know some people that have done some IT, they didn't really go to uni for it, they just did like a mm. personal development training course as well. Yeah, and I think because before you, yeah, IT was really you know common in university as well. Mm. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, yeah, even IT was common in college, mm. but a lot of people in college don't go straight to university, they go straight to do apprenticeship. Yes.
0: yes. That's a that's a good tool as well. Yeah. So definitely.
1: because apprenticeship have really got into very good. Got into people's level at the same time. And most of the people, most of the senior people that you see now, they didn't go to university. They probably yes. did uh, um they probably did. Uh, sorry. Whew, brief. Yeah, they probably did <laughs> apprenticeship. Apprenticeship and obviously yeah. personal training stuff as well. Mm. And Yvonne was it called my friend's boyfriend because obviously mm. um what's it called he did apprenticeship at yes. the same time and he's got a really very good job now that he's doing mm-hmm.
0: yeah
1: at the same time and he's even earning he's even earning like you know more more yeah
0: mm-hmm.
1: and obviously he's a home, he's a homeowner right now at the same time to so speak and, and it's I'm, not pain
0: it's not pain, she not learn.
1: He's not paying student loan. He's not mm-hmm. paying any debts, and I'm looking at him like, fam, I wish man, me you met ages ago <laughs> because our destiny would have connected." <laughs> but <laughs> but at the end of the day, yeah, like people like us, that obviously we invested our time and effort in university as well, and obviously now, you know, we're paying the debts at the same time, and You're obviously when you look, that
0: bad day because you don't. Ah, know he's, he's bad. He's I, bad. Can't I look when at it? It? I'm, I'm, in, my face if, look at it. I'm like, God, I'm I actually in pain. look at it because I don't want to get, I don't want to cry. <laughs> I'm so... in pain.
1: I'm in severe pain when I look. <laughs>
0: <it>. <laughs> and imagine if, but I work, they said they were taking it out for 25. Oh, Jesus. That's a long time. That's a long time. You know day. what I mean? Honestly, though, let's be serious. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. You probably... could do with having that, you know. You can, can do with having that extra money, ever. but. Exactly. But yeah, it's not that bad. But you know, I I just don't look at it because I can't. But obviously, the more the more you earn, the more they take out, which is a bit painful. So you know, true. That's, that's just that's just annoying. But I guess you gotta pay your dues. We, I know. We, we just gotta pay our dues. Pay our um, dues. Pay our. I'm dues. planning to I'm planning to leave England and run away. <laughs> I wouldn't pay. i that come work back anymore. I they will find, find you. you in five years. They will find you. Apparently, they will find you.
1: They'll find you in Nigeria. They'll find you in Iraq. They'll find, they'll you, find you everywhere. you
0: are, where are. They'll find you. Um, also, do you think university kind of like prepared you for adult life?
1: Not really. A big I'll... no. <laughs> Hell to the no. Hell no. No, 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 no. Wow. I do what my nephew so does. do adult life you know...
0: just slapped you. It did, man. Since it just it it, it it punched me. It well it kicked me, Seth. I'm like, God, what is this? I'm not ready. Uh, so how what happened? How did I I don't like kick you? Everything, man. The you know how you have to pay. You pay rent. You're paying for your car finance. You're paying for insurance. You're paying for electricity bill. I mean, if you're living at home, I mean, you're lucky. Well. Like, I I would do anything to move back home right now because the bills are really killing me. So, yeah, that's the main thing for me, bills.
1: Listen, yeah, uni came, I see if you know how you watch Endgame and Infinity War, when (laughs) canals came. Also, that's how life came for me. That's how life came for everyone. So, I feel like uni did not prepare anyone, like, in terms of, okay, finances, credit check, not even just university, yeah, college and mm-hmm. school did not even teach yeah, us about finance. From A yeah.
0: levels to university Nothing. To, Nothing. to adult life, like, I feel like there could have been more, I don't know how they do it, and obviously like, we've been out of school for a while, I don't know what they're teaching now, or how they're probably preparing people now, but I feel like mm. a lot more could have been doubt done. Been changed. I feel like, I should, which, I don't know, but I feel like by, um, money management should be something that should be taught in school. Absolutely. Um, yeah how even time manage time management and like just preparing you for even like looking for a job not even just that even tips of tips about how to actually deal with people when you do get a job because there's a whole new level a whole new world out there when you Mm. actually get a job it's not the same thing it's not like people that you mess about with at uni i mean if you if you finish uni are you get onto a graduate scheme it's not usually that bad the transition is not usually that bad because then you're know, with graduates like yourselves like yourself and all of you have been childish and whatnot because I got on a graduate scheme after uni so it wasn't too bad so they really treated us like kids <laughs> anyway so it was like they were sort of spoon feeding us until we sort of got to that level but once I changed jobs after my graduate scheme it still sort of hit me a bit, like, oh wow, you know, it's a really, really different world out there. So it's, I feel like they should prepare you for that sort of big change mm. going outside of the uni, uni life.
1: Yeah, because I feel like obviously we were paying nine thousand
0: two hundred and fifty pounds. What you mean? One number. <laughs> me, thank God I escaped, I escaped, I escaped that. that part. I not I wasn't <laughs> that. I was the last year. Yeah, were was, last last year. Year yeah.
1: was the last year, year. to say that. Right, exactly. It's just like, for me, yeah, I feel like if we're paying this kind of amount of money, yeah, like, can't you guys, you know, like, teach us properly? Because even with lectures, yeah, like, they don't even teach you properly. They just do PowerPoints. Like, they'll just skip the powerpoint. Skip the PowerPoints. You would be wondering
0: PowerPoint. why you even came out. In the th- ah, exactly. 9 a.m. lectures and you're thinking... I I, think could it, I could have just read that on
1: my laptop, you know. So, exactly. And the funny thing is, like, obviously, they don't do, like, oh, this after-school stuff that, oh, there's someone coming to teach you about finance, there's someone coming to teach you about so-so-and-so, how to prepare you for life. They don't do that. And in my head, I'm thinking, why are you we wasting this amount of money And And you still got to pay for
0: printing exactly. Oh, I didn't have to. Well, sorry, Uh, you have to uh,
1: pay for parking as well.
0: Yes, I wasn't wasn't driving at uni either. I wasn't driving, but like, I had friends who were driving, so I always go right. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, yeah, Toby,
1: so yeah, it was just mad, man. It's just like you need to know. I feel like obviously, where it is now is like. Even now that I went back to uni, like I still feel like there's something missing. Mm-hmm. Like uni is not really teaching us how to, you know, gain experience, how to find our purpose and not what sure. we need to do as well in our workplace. No. And most of the people that you actually send in first or second year, when you ask them what do you want to do, they'll say, "I'm not sure." Yep. So what are you doing now? I don't know. And I'm looking it's at like, them,
0: like, why are you doing what you're doing?
1: Well, it's just like I, I didn't just even because. Answer, like, yeah, just
0: because my parents think uni yeah. is the next N- thing next. to
1: do, hmm. and that's the problem. It's just like most of them is like, Oh, my mom said, my mom said I should do this, or oh, my dad said I should do that. And I feel like, What do you want to do at the same time? But then the of- that's a
0: bit, it's a bit difficult though, isn't it? If yeah, you think about it, we got uni at what 18? 18.
1: You're mm-hmm. not
0: really thinking life at that point you you probably don't know what you want. So yeah, our our parents I didn't know what I of guide. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Our parents will be there to sort of guide us and you know tell us what they think is right and whatnot. I we can't really blame them as well. They're just trying to help. It's you know they're helping you in the capacities that they have an understanding and so which is you no know, which is fair. So but because at 18, how I many people at 18 know what they want. I mean there can be people like that but it's probably 10%
1: hmm so but i feel like people did not know what they wanted to by the age of let's say 23 24 or even yeah 25.
0: I feel like, yeah people should have been given time i don't know this whole thing of oh a levels, the university of Do you need? The it's a adult, bit, yeah i don't life, and like that leads me to the next question like you know the whole like this is sometimes why i envy white people yeah they mm-hmm. have like obviously ob- some people take gap years yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot more people need to embrace gap peers. I do as well, and because that gives you time to either work, travel, do whatever you need to do, experience, you discover like, yourself a bit more, mm-hmm. and then it, you might not know exactly what you do, but you kind of can figure out what direction you want to or What you enjoy, going. yeah, yeah. So, like, if gap peers, I feel like more African households should embrace it. It's yep. not a bad thing to take a break. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. at eight, at eighteen, you're still a you're still a child. Mm-hmm. Like you're literally still a child, and you don't know what you want. I mean, I mean, obviously, I understand we're talking about you know England and all of that stuff. Think about the people that live in Nigeria. They go to uni at sixteen. Oh, yeah. oh my god, my oh, cousin, my, my cousin went to uni she came to this country at 16, 17 mm-hmm. and I was like Nigerian parents, Geez. they don't. Like, you don't, don't even know play. what you're doing yeah. at that point they don't play and like and speaking of nigeria nigeria is so degree driven if you don't have a degree it's it's like oh my god who are you kind of thing yeah it's so yeah. degree driven and it's like yes education is important we understand that but understand that there are other ways to get to absolutely where you want to go and i feel like you know how creative um the creative industry is now booming a lot more with the because of the likes of um youtube instagram mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. all these influences yeah can you go and tell your your african dad that you want to become an influencer yeah,
1: a... <laughs> well, what, what,
0: what, what do you, mean by
1: influence, that? you what are you influencers? <laughs>
0: Like you don't want to go to university, you want to become an influencer. They no will wait. tell you, go and influence your life. <laughs> so, like, but obviously, the people are seeing money in those things. I think you need to balance. Mm-hmm. as well you can work and still be an influence you can go to uni and still be an influence you don't need to quit yeah what you're doing just because you want to leave and once you're making your money you're free to do whatever you want mm-hmm. and i think with african parents you have to prove to them that what you're the direction you're going absolutely. is absolutely the right direction yeah because they they don't see it so they're like ah, how can you be a painter ah, mm-hmm. how much will you be any as a photographer Kiniko, <laughs> kiniko. And it's like, but oh, these oh, people oh, are making, in today's world, these people are making money. A
1: lot of money. Mm-hmm. They are making money. And I feel like that's the problem. Like, even, to be honest yeah, even in the African household yeah, like, they don't...
0: They don't allow... Oh, lost Toby there for a second. Yeah. Sorry.
1: <laughs> I mean like, they don't allow us to get out of our comfort zone. At the same time.
0: Oh, God. You're so right. Oh, my God. So, that is so true. It's just,
1: obviously, for me, yeah, like, even, I'll use myself as an example. My mom, when I was in college, also, I had the opportunity to, you know, travel to Paris mm. just to get get experience. Yeah. So, because, very much, I was studying in mm. BTEC as well. Like, she didn't give me that experience to, you know, travel and see how the world was like mm-hmm. at the same time. So, it got to the point, like, obviously, the, the, my um, president presented the opportunity to her and everything. So, she was like, uh-uh, you are not going anywhere. Like, mm. I want to see what are you going to be doing there or something. Like, that kind of attitude. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> You want to smoke. <laughs> that kind of... of...
0: That's what it means, people that don't understand you. Exactly.
1: <laughs> you want to smoke. And, obviously, it's just like, obviously, she didn't really, you know, see the opportunity. Yeah. Well, rather than, obviously, treat me like a baby. Um, rather than treat me like an adult, she was basically treating me like a baby. Mm-hmm. So, and obviously, my sister has to get involved. Like, you know, you need to let this guy travel. Also, mm-hmm. and obviously, she was like, no. Then obviously, if, cut the long story short. I didn't, you know, end up, didn't
0: end, end up up going,
1: ending up going because I missed up on that opportunity. At the same time, so what I'm trying to say is, like, I feel like African parents need to embrace, relax, yeah. relax and embrace people and- getting out their comfort zone because it might affect your child. Yeah. when they're growing up at the same time
0: yeah i definitely just to say something on that i definitely think the way we've been raised um people from our background with the way we've been raised we've been raised in silence obviously this does not apply to everyone but most of us can i'm sure we can agree that we've been raised to always be silent to only speak when you're asked to speak and this is in all forms and it's sort of um and because that's sort of resulting to them shielding us and. Protecting us, you know, they're trying to protect us, but they're actually preventing us from, you know, ex- like, women. Ex- exactly exploring what's out there and actually taking advantage of, you know, a lot of amazing things out there. And it really affects us, even when you actually get a job and you go out there. I re- I've realized that, well, from my experience, when I started working, I was very much over, um silent person, even when my opinion has been, you know, asked in that. I wouldn't really want to speak because I'm, you know, this whole respect thing and all of that stuff mm. from an African background is just in my head, and I'm not really talking about what is in my head that I know and that could be an amazing idea and all of that. It took time for me to sort of, you know, get out of that zone and started and I started contributing in meetings and whatnot when I when I started working. And I think what we also should recognize is African parents, they, you know. They're doing what they know. So we can't really blame them. They're doing what they think is right for us. They're trying to help us and whatnot. So we can't really blame them for doing all of that. I think what we should do, you know, now that we're more exposed, number one is to sort of try and educate them. And number two is to sort of change the dynamics as well for our kids. You know, when we start having kids and all of that stuff, we should embrace, you know, our kids exploring different options and not the standard Doctor, lawyer, engineer. What's the other job that african parents want you to do? Do you know what I mean? This goes to, to the family, to the traditional I- job roles. <laughs> yeah. So just, you know, we, we should change that because we, we have a better understanding and we know better. We should try and change that. And for for people that have still got sort of, you know, younger siblings and everything, you can educate your parents and influence your parents to make your siblings actually try new things and explore the world. There's so much that, you know, you can get from actually living your comfort zone and doing more. Your comfort zone is not going to bring you anything. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: That's,
0: that's, that's what I think. Break I the do- norm
1: yeah I agree because obviously, like you said, like some we can't even blame them at times mm-hmm. at the same time, but I feel like sometimes yeah when you pro- i feel like sometimes yeah when you provide them with that option of learning new things, yeah, they're always quick to decline or choice no, that's true, and it's just like obviously it's just at the end of the day, yeah, you want us the kids to get out of our comfort zone, but you yourself, you don't want to get out of your comfort zone <laughs> at the same time, so. Going back to university, yeah, I feel like this is the problem that obviously we go back then we, you know, we go through in university as well because we're not taught to get out of our comfort zone mm, or we're no. not like, you know, our opinion matters or our voice matters mm, mm. and everything. So when we're even pitching them new ideas in university as well, because what's the point of you having a senior, um, what's it called, what's the point of you having a student senior rep? when you're not even listening to their opinion. Like, obviously, when you're, when they're presenting you with a problem or so, you're not doing anything about it. Yeah. Because their senior representatives might actually, you know, what we're actually talking about right now, someone out there is pitching the idea to, mm. you know, these chancellors and everything but they're not listening to them Mm -hmm. i was i
0: was i was yeah i was I was I was a i was a rep when i was at uni yeah nothing nothing changed trust me exactly (laughs) it was just a waste of
1: time see what i mean like this is a problem so i feel like what it is yeah because we're saying african parent this african parent that we need to actually have this lesson to these people as well saying like look we're struggling out here like if you really care as you say you do you will help us
0: yeah mm-hmm. and like even from that as well because you see a lot of people putting up on while they're in uni they were depressed because they, it was just so much for them to mm-hmm. uh, so much of a burden for them like they didn't know yeah. how to deal with the workload to deal mm-hmm. with no life. To it well. it, like they didn't handle things well but some like people came out of it some people are still dealing with it mm-hmm. and it's like universities can do better to help people in that aspect yeah and like to be able to even yeah to if you can if you have older ones that you can talk to or people that have gone to uni have done it speak to them and see how they're doing or how they did it so like you're not alone don't feel like you're alone in whatever you're going through in university everyone mm-hmm. felt at that point that they felt a bit isolated or lonely but we, if you realise the more you spoke to people the more you realise that uh, we're all kind of just winging it at this point and um, I also feel like It would also help if people actually talk about these things. A lot of times, people are going through similar things but because no one is actually saying anything. We all don't know we're going through the same thing. But if people are actually talking about it and we all come together we you know we can help each other but when we all keep quiet and everybody is just winking it and acting like all is well and you know being you know putting on a brave face and whatnot it's not helping anybody because you're Mm. just dying inside so it is hard sometimes to come out and talk about it but if you can like you know try your very best to um you know talk about whatever it is you're going through you realize that it, it takes just one person to talk about it that's the, that's the thing, yeah. One yeah, one Once and I you feel like about it, every other person will start coming out. And oh, yeah, that this,
1: this, exactly. Yeah, that's what happens because I feel like it takes that one person to break the ice,
0: yeah.
1: So, to talk about it, so I feel like obviously, you know, Twitter is a place that obviously everyone talks about trending stuff mm-hmm. like mental health. Um, I'm not going to talk about um on that topic because you know. This is is this is going to be for another podcast as well, so you can see like people engaging in top um other topics mm. as well. So I feel like it for, it will take that one person to break that highs, yeah, for everyone to open up as well, yeah. Okay. So you know how everyone is talking about mental health and talking about going through mental health in university. One person can blog about it, and another person can say, "Oh yeah, I went through that mm-hmm. as well." Mm-hmm. So it's just like you know. Gener- like I feel like generations like I too scared to actually open up because nowadays yeah you go through social media when people are laughing about it's okay to open about your insecurity and mental health and when someone opens up about it they it's, a it's, mm. it's a joke and I feel like that's what that's why annoying everyone that's what's annoying everyone that that's why people don't want to open up because everything is about everything is a joke on social media mm. everything is a joke that's why people don't want to say anything so that yeah. you can't really blame you might not necessarily have
0: to even say on social media but have a group of friends or, or that you, can talk to. you can talk to or have someone you yeah there should be someone for you to be able to relate to or talk to and yeah. open up to about your experience and what you're going through yeah. like don't feel don't feel close you have to, like, to close them yeah, yeah. Like well, life is hard. Dude. I was gonna say it I was is. gonna say this like this might be you know something that we can discuss on another episode, but why do we find it hard to be vulnerable? Oh. I think like that's why a lot of people cannot open up you know to people that seem really close to them you know when i hear about people committing suicide and all of that it, it really breaks my heart because they actually have people that love them around them but they were not just brave enough to talk to the people do you know what i mean mm-hmm. so and obviously some people do i'm not saying everyone didn't but for people that they didn't actually talk to people it just breaks my heart to think about why why do we get scared of being vulnerable why do we get scared of actually talking to people and opening up because until you open up and talk to people you might not be able to get and you know it's all well and good when people say check up on your friends and whatnot 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 but everybody is going through something that's number one number two you know you can't you can't keep checking up on people but if they're not willing to actually talk to you you're not going to know what they're going through
1: Mm.
0: so it would help whatever it is you might be going through at uni it might be you know that course is really really you know doing your head in or whatever it is just talk to a few people people that you can trust we're not saying you know tell the world or anything like that but you know pick a few people that you can trust trust and actually speak to people to help you support system is very important to be fair no Mm. man is an island at the end of the day not to yeah. sorry to not like take you back. I just um something just popped in my head. Going back to what we were saying about um African parents, you know what? I think that we should have an episode where we need to actually hear from our, our, our parents on, yeah that would be on, great like just on different topics on because we say all these things on social media and all of this obviously they might read it they might not read it some of them might be but it would be it would be good to i can bring my mom on and like some other people around me yeah. <laughs> to just talk about um what things from their perspective and their mindset and like when they tell us to do things or if there's any questions that we may ask that are like or oh, why 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 do you allow us to do this or why are we why are you the way you are? Kind of thing. <laughs> I don't want to fight all Not in a fight, but to have a more joking, open conversation with our yeah. parents, I think it's yeah. very needed. And it just is. to be a bit more I think we just need to understand their generation a lot more and so that we can do better, to be honest.
1: Yeah, that's a good idea actually. It would be I feel like that one actually engage a lot of people as well. It will, it, yeah. It will on the next podcast, so...
0: It might not be the yeah. next one, but it's something that needs to be... We will do it, yeah.
1: yeah. In that name, actually. Jesus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, wow. Uh, this has, like, been an interesting topic. I didn't even think that I would have this much to say about it. But it's, cause yeah. it goes on to, like... It, well, it started from about University of Venice camp, but also mental health and all of those things that African parents <laughs> and all of this career building and... So- uh, living our lives and obviously um, we're still in our 20s we still got our whole life ahead of us and um, to be honest your career might change you, you might start completely I might oh yeah. Being, um, yeah yeah let mountain. me say something on that on that career changing i yeah. think your 20s is the best time for you to try out different things oh, try yeah. new things just do it you don't have anything to lose hopefully yeah. but just do it like i started as a project manager i tried it i thought it was all right and then i tried something else and i absolutely love what i'm doing now so just try anything don't be scared don't be afraid to you know try new things In your 20s you should be trying out different yeah. things even yeah. if you feel like you don't have the experience or the knowledge for it yet yeah how would you n- have the knowledge for you until you do it so like don't belittle yourself mm-hmm. saying oh i don't know how to do this or i might not be good at it no one is good at something that at first go you just keep going like practice makes perfect or mm-hmm. you build from wherever you are no one starts with all knowing and all perfect mm-hmm. I so definitely I, I definitely agree with the whole career change thing because god knows i might get tired of marketing and moving through project is management. it not you is it not you <laughs> so like but life is about it life is ever evolving like ever yeah you're always becoming something better always becoming so don't feel like you're stuck in whatever career you're in for life like nah like enjoy your life Somebody said something from what you just said about life is evolving somebody said that's why we are called human beings not Mm, human beings so we're made so yes. you keep discovering you discover yourself. Yes. Really. You're, yeah, exactly. We're always discovering. You're always wow, like, finding out new things about yourself. And obviously, the more challenging things are, the more you're bringing out of your... Mm. You're seeing yourself in a new light. The more empowering you are to yourself as well. Because if you're staying within your comfort zone, like we said, you're not yep. growing. You're just... Which some people obviously be content in what you're doing, but always try to push yourself to see what else mm-hmm. you can do and how else to Just so do we better. Can listen. Yeah. Well. Mm. yeah. So before, before we go, is uni a scam though, guys?
1: Yeah, it's a scammer. Um... It's a 419. <laughs> Ole. Please <coughs> carry on, go. I'm joking.
0: <laughs> because yeah. I feel like, you know. Listeners would want to hear that our uh, thoughts and say, so, Do we really think you need a scam? Um, um,
1: um, mm,
0: go on, Tony.
1: Uh, well, let me let you go, on, ladies. Oh, no,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Um I think university is not a scam mm. if you use it wisely. Mm. <laughs> If you're wise, it, or if you know what you're, you're doing, or yeah. right. it it helps in obviously the whole allowing you to see other things and meet other yeah. people and all of yeah. that stuff. Um, so it depends on what you want to do with your life. Honestly, that's what that's that's my opinion.
1: Okay, like to add to what you're and to to what you're saying now, because I think like it's become a social media trend, like unique versus a scam, mm. and that. Uh, Part of me wants to believe it, but part of me was like, you know what? Yeah, for you to say it has come, that means you did not, you know. You were you weren't serious about what you want. Also, like Olamide said, that obviously you need not come come to you invested wisely.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, we're talking about investment. Like you know, when I said my student, I use half of my student finance, yeah, to fund personal development training. So mm-hmm. okay, I see a lot of people getting three thousand pounds per semester or so but i'm thinking okay you guys you blow your money within a month uh, what are you I doing blew mine, i
0: know i use my, my <laughs> I, I blew mine, i'm not going
1: to lie okay i, I beg le, let I me not shopping. talk because i'll, I'll get I'll, you not see me in this next podcast <laughs> <laughs> so let me not say anything <laughs> now i feel like obviously for me yeah, it's just like i think these are the things that you know like you said well, you no, you're absolutely make... right yeah yeah, because we are student finance, but for, for, like luckily for you guys, yeah, I can't really blame you, because you guys were not even to, um, taught how to invest your in student finance properly. No. So I really say that, obviously, you know, is your fault, because it's that lesson that wasn't taught with you guys and with other people as well, that finished before mm-hmm. us at the same time. Yeah. I think like Olamida said, yeah, it will be good for you guys and um, it will be good for people to invest, you know, the student finance wisely mm-hmm. at the same time as well, because you know, you always need that money to fall back on things as well. Mm-hmm. And with these things that obviously that are going on, like with personal development trainings, um, with obviously when you're doing accounting, you need something like A, ACC or A C T or whatever they call it. A C C A. Yeah, exactly. Did
0: you just say A C T.
1: I don't know, i was <laughs> school to Nigerian school. So you you need that kind of, uh, you need finance for that as well. So at the end of the day, it would be good for you to invest your money in that time. time. So like you said, invest, um, invest university wisely as well. Mm-hmm. And obviously, use the amount of connections you have while you're in uni. Otherwise, you're done.
0: Mm-hmm. That's so, true. Yeah, then you'll become a scam. scam
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> well, for me, I uh, a part of me feels like yeah. it is a scam, and then a part of me feels like it's not really a scam. Because, well, then it goes back to what you guys have already said. It depends on how you utilize it. So, um, it can be a scam if you just, you know, if you went to uni, just partying, and you're not serious, and then, you know, you just wasted your 3 years or 4 years or whatever it is but also if you utilize it properly you know you meet people i met some some amazing people um some of my amazing friends i met from uni so um you meet people you grow your network you know all of this stuff as well it can help so it can definitely help in that in, so, in that sort of um aspect so it all depends on what you what you want out of uni so if you're listening to this and you're contemplating if you you know going to uni or not going to uni, you just have to sit down and sort of draw a plan of why do I want to go to uni, what do I want to achieve from this, apart from the fun part of it, but what else do I want to come out with from going to uni and whatnot? Just weigh, weigh, weigh those, weigh the long-term sort of cost or benefit and compare it to mm-hmm. how much you're going to be incurring if you go to uni uh, from your student finance if it's worth yeah. taking that you know risk or whatever or sacrifice or however you want to call it then you know do it but if you think mm, actually i just want to be a business analyst is it really worth me you know taking 9k a year for uni to go and learn i mean i wouldn't advise you to go and study business analysis at uni that's my own honest opinion i think it's a waste of time you can't be studying the business analysis for three years come on So, so it all depends on what you want out of uni, really. So, yeah, it depends on how you utilise it. So, we can't, I don't think we can outrightly say uni is a scab or uni is not a scab. It just depends on how you Mm. utilise it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, thank you guys so much. One quick question. How much did you start earning when you first came out of uni?
1: 20k. What was your first for your company. (laughs) Mine was 20k.
0: uh, I think mine was 17k. But we well, thank God, we've, we've levelled And um, we were, well, we were like 21 up. then, weren't we? Uh, yeah. Mm. So guys, please have realistic expectations. Don't think anyone's going to pay you 30k out of uni. No. To be like fair,
1: that. to be fair, my first job actually, I actually received 30k.
0: Oh, but you're in London. <laughs> well, you're, you're, you're... <laughs> that was in London. Yeah,
1: that to be like, to be honest this was when i was in second year as well this was my first real job as well this was not a retail job like literally my i first...
0: was cashing out hey okay well toby is the next i know right that's not the norm Sorry. guys <laughs> but we will still end what it you was by anointing we and working about it all right thank you for listening <laughs> you, guys and thank you see you well i'll say see you on the next podcast but anyways <laughs> until the next one right, Bye. bye.